Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back. I'm JG. Ben. And we're back again to discuss all the recent tennis events. We've had the ATP Cup, Serbia winning that. We've had ATP Doha. We've had yeah. Rublev winning that. We've had problems problems with the ATP Cup. Other players who aren't involved, <laughs> unhappy. the women's. Uh, Serena Williams. Serena Williams. WTA winning. Auckland. Thank you, Ben. Almost forgot. Yeah, it's been an incredible week, so... Stay tuned and listen to the podcast. So today, obviously, we've got a lot to talk about because there's been a lot of tennis played. Agreed. So we've seen uh, the end of the ATP Cup. We've seen the Serbia one. Yep. That was a that was, it was quite a good result for them. Epic match between Djokovic and Nadal. Yeah, first of 2020. Wow. The big the big two playing against each other. And honestly, what a match it was. Like, I really enjoyed it. I watched a lot of the match. Um I think it was very evenly matched, although people were saying about how Djokovic was so dominant. I don't... Okay, the first set, he was pretty dominant, but Nadal definitely got his way back into it. Yeah. And if it wasn't for his, like, a few unforced errors, I thought, like, he really did stand a chance in taking it to three sets, and then from there, it's a bit of a... I think it's, it's a just bit of a lottery. Testament to Djokovic's recovery skills on the tennis court, I think, that. Yeah. He just was able to get everything back and... Rafa was just making slight unforced error at the end of long rallies. Yeah, Djokovic is looking good this year. He's played, what, seven games, I think, and singles, and he's won all seven. So, well, I it's think not it, bad. Not bad. <laughs> I guess they're quite worthy winners, to be honest. That's it. Despite his haters, he's. I think he's going to come out firing this season just because last season wasn't really the best for him. Yeah. And not just that, do you know he's won? I think it's nine consecutive sets against uh, Nadal on hard. Well... Yeah, I mean, Which is ridiculous. I was backing him yesterday. I heard a statistic, Nadal had beaten him since 2013. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so God, I didn't know that. That was uh, easy money on the betting uh, in the betting world. Yeah, I think mm, it was a brilliant game, but let's not read too much into the result. It's the beginning of the season. It's not exactly a slam. This is a new tournament. And I just feel like 
Rafa, oh. when he gets into his groove this year in the slams, I think he could come out on top more than Djokovic this year. But that's just that's just maybe me I, talking for I, more I, love than I, anything. I personally think Djokovic is really motivated himself and he's going to be the one to beat this year. Yeah, yeah, quite easily. I think his main challenger will be Rafa, but I think Djokovic, mm. yeah, he he's the more fresher, the one who gets injured less out of the two of them. Mm. I think he's I still prone think, to an injury though. I don't think Federer's gonna challenge us. I'd be the thing prove, is with Federer, prove me yeah. wrong. Prove no, me wrong. He always does. That's the thing. <laughs> he always does. You can never write him off until he retires. You can never write him off because you know he's going to appear in a final. He's going to make it to a Wimbledon final. He's going to do something. I'm not sure which one. Even Australian Open, he's always got. A, he's not got a, the worst history with that. I think that he can do it, but I think it requires somebody else knocking out Djokovic for him. Really? What about if they don't? What if he doesn't fi- uh, get to Djokovic to the final? Well, that's it. I know who he will now because he's third seed. That's the thing. So but because of his seeding, say if I don't know, but they know if, even if he comes up against Medvedev, I think Medvedev beats Federer these days. Yeah, to be fair, I can't really disagree with that. And to he's pass, good, isn't maybe, he? Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. So maybe the ADM. ADM resurgence. He could Possible. even do it. Possible, but we've seen he's human this this week as well. Losing, well, he lost to Evans, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he lost to Rapper as well. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, on the on the topic of the ATP Cup, what did you yeah. actually make of it? Cause it was his first year running. I actually um, really liked it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did I actually thought it was a. Decent did it get a step up to the Davis Cup? Yeah, I think it's better than the Davis Cup. I think Davis Cup gets a lot of stick just because I don't know it's just something people are doing in the off season really mm. but it's like an in between it's like when say football it relates. doesn't seem as competitive to me it's like it? a it friendly seems... match when England play exactly yeah get to San Marino or something that's why I guess in football they brought in that UEFA league as well yeah no, no I think it's good that they're doing stuff like that but obviously as you know it's hit like it's got a lot of criticism in the ATP Cup more from the players rather than the fans I think the fans really have taken to the whole thing. More tennis, it's competitive. You've got the best two players from each nation. Uh, the quality of tennis was pretty exceptional. There's a lot of players dropping out, though, I saw. It was, only, is... the fa- it was only the Swiss team. Was it? I yeah. thought that it was the odd player for me. Obviously, they have to have a standby, like in the Davis Cup, but... Berrettini, maybe... Berrettini dropped out for injury, which maybe. was unfortunate. It was part of me thinking that people are dropping out because the Australian Open's like in two weeks' time. Yeah, but what better, yeah, unnecessary but, injuries. I don't know. I disagree because you've got to play before the Australian. I think this this would have been the best opportunity for any top player to play just before uh, the Australian Open because it's a great atmosphere. The quality of tennis is good. The, the whole organisation of, of the tournament was run well. I think it came at the right time uh, because of the, the atrocities that are happening in Australia as well. Mm. I think it's brought everybody together at the right time. Yeah, no, it's been nice. But more importantly, I feel sorry for the players who didn't make the cut. So have you seen all the Rublev, yeah. um, I mean, well, Songa, all the criticism they've said? They, I quote unquote, they literally feel like they're in no man's land at the moment. Because at the end of the day, they're, they're top 20 player, Rublev. But because he's got Karen Kachanov and um, who's the other Medvedev. Medvedev in front of him, yeah, he's he unable to compete in the tournament. And look what happened. He goes and wins in Doha in the, in the other ATP tournament. Yeah, but then he, his prize money is, sub, less. is less. <laughs> his ranking points, points are less. less. It's not, it's not, come on, it's not, he's, he's unhappy about it, and, and rightly so. I don't blame him. I think it's, I, somebody at the top has to answer for it. It's going to have to change, because at the end of the day, they're getting an extra uh, tournament on the, towards their ranking points. 
and it's just just not right. Like, you can't have that amount. Basically, you're giving all the advantage all the top twenty players. Not just that, you've got other countries like with not so great players. I think who's the one for um, Albot plays for uh, Macedonia, Moldo- Moldova. Moldova. With him, he's got his his um his partner, or whatever, playing in his team. Like some of his other team members, like eight hundred from the world. And Moldova. they're getting ridiculous amounts of points playing good guys, even if they're taking a few games off them or whatever. And it's yeah. just like, it doesn't seem fair to me. And yeah, it's, it's it's, this really yeah. isn't fair on all the top players because it's their career at the end of the day. And if they're going to lose out on ranking points, which then is going to lead for the Australian Open coming up, they're going to be a lower seed, so which is then going to get me, they're going to get a higher draw and less money. It's their jobs. It's not like a, it's not a joke. But then if you look at a player like, let's say, Tsitipas, where did where did he finish in this cup? Well, what where did Greece come? Did they? Did they, they had Pervalikis or whatever, and he wasn't exactly yeah, cutting but it. City Pass was in there. He's higher ranked than Rublev, yet Rublev won an ATP event instead of being in it. Yeah, that's true. So he sort of benefited, that's whereas City Pass didn't benefit at all. He, <sighs> if anything, it was a negative. He was like flying the flag on his own for his country. Mm. Yeah, it's a good point. I see what you're saying. But I just still don't think it's fair for, say, like the likes of these third players who are like top 40, top 50, like the Songers, like the Rublevs. For that type of calibre of player, it's not fair. If you've, got to be, you've got to be honest, it's not. Mate, I'm, you know me, I'm not exactly Mr. Rublev fan. I'm not a massive admirer of him himself. <laughs> he's a very good player, but, but... He's a very good player, but there's just something not really quite opinion. right of his, his, his <laughs> character. Like, he's... Um, he comes across sometimes uh, humble in interviews, but I just don't buy it. I feel like there's a fake persona behind him, and he's like acting this nice <laughs> guy. Just when he's saying not. that because he's Russian. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Is it his haircut? Because I know you were quite keen on Team's haircut last week. And Mate, I feel like he could do be a, any more different. He could do with a haircut. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> he could do with a nice haircut. What he's all stuck to, say? to his head, all sweated up. So you reckon that's why he wants to get into the other tournament is so he can afford a better haircut? <laughs> Mate, he's got a lot more money than us, and he's silly Mike. <laughs> We'd have a nice this system. Is a, this is a good new setup, I think. Is that we've got two mic stands this week. Yeah, saves you holding it. I thought you was going to start singing last week. <laughs> I was just taking Breaking the chorus. That's it. I'd be like the new uh, Peter Crouch. <laughs> oh, so if we move away from the ATP Cup. Yeah. What else do we... Uh, well, Doha, we mentioned that. Rublev won that. That's the first ATP like ta- tournament aside from the ATP Cup. Yeah. That was quite cool. Uh, brilliant victory against... Who did he play in the final? He played Corentin Moutet. Moutet. The French guy, 21 or whatever. Very and young. Up and coming. He literally beat a few top players on the way. to show how good uh, Rublev is because Moutet knocked out some good players on his way to get to the final. Yeah, no, no, Mutet's a really top player. Like, there's no, he's going to be no mug. In fact, I fancy him to do quite well, actually, in the Australian Open. Yeah. Not, he's obviously not going to get that far, but I just think he's going to have a night. If he can go deep into the tournament, I think he's had a really successful one. Who do he's you got think? all the attributes to do it, so. Do you think he'll be the French player that gets the furthest? Uh, good question. Who else is there? You've got Songa. Songa. Benoit Paire. Benoit Paire. Hey. <laughs> um... <laughs> No. 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 So I don't, don't think, think he, I don't think he will get the furthest. Be interesting to see uh, Moutet what his rank. No, because I think Pear like he's got all the Pear's a better player than him at the end of the day, and he's experienced. And, and he did just have a well. I predicted yesterday that I had beat Yannick Sinner. Yeah, three sets, but Pear strong. 
yeah. looking good, like coming into Australian Open. I think. No, he's got. He is looking really strong. It'd be interesting to see what happens. We've got all the qualifiers coming up tomorrow, and this um, there's a lot of games there, and it's really now sort of crackling down for the. Like cracking down for the Australian Open just to see the countdown. Yeah, the countdown's on. Seven now. days. The countdown is on. So, um, what are you thinking for that? Are you excited for it? Yeah, not been as excited for a tournament uh, <laughs> in uh, so many years. Obviously, mainly because of the pod. You just want to chat <laughs> shit to all, that, all, yeah. our, all our amazing fans. That's it. We get to hear what everybody else uh, gets to think of our views, and we get to uh, put our views out into the world. Yeah, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I have, who do you, who, who would you say is your pick for the uh, for the tournament? Although saying everything I've said, I think you can't really overlook Djokovic based on the form he's been in so far. I agree. However, I my heart does not want him to win. <laughs> so on that basis, I would love to see Nadal go all the way and win it. Yeah, and set him in brilliant stead, the world number one, to then go into the French Open, full of confidence. I don't think he ever is lacking in confidence. No, but going into he's not French lacking Open. confidence. But I just want to see him just dominate this year. But obviously, I don't think it's possible. I'm just this is more my heart. Ideally, what do I think is going to happen? I think it's going to be well, look at the final of the last hard court. I think it he's was... going to. I think Djokovic is going to beat Nadal. To be honest, but that's if he meets him. If he meets him, if he don't, I think... Look what happened, Djokovic lost to Medvedev last time. It could even be Medvedev now gets his uh, revenge on Nadal in Possible. a semi-final. He's got five sets in the last final, so... Yeah, yeah, to, yeah exactly. That was what the US Open Surely went the, to the final. the levels are going to eventually balance themselves you out. You would think so. And Medvedev's going to understand his game more and more every time he's playing. Yep. He's not had the same experience as what Federer... And they've all played each other so many times they know each other's game inside out. Yep. With him, he's not had that experience. So when he gets that, hopefully you'd sort of kind of see him sort of working his way into sort of understanding how to beat other players. And when he gets to that stage, he's got all the ability. It wouldn't surprise me if he gets to a final. Maybe he could. He's, honestly, it's just it's going to be really exciting. I reckon my head will say it's going to be a Medvedev Djokovic final, and Djokovic beats him. My heart says Nadal's going to get to the final, <laughs> and I'm not sure who's going to be. If you're playing, a betting man, though. If I was a betting man, I would put ten pound on Nadal to win. Wow. Because I just I, I bet with my heart, not with my uh, head. That's why I lose money. But. So viewers. <laughs> Don't, Don't follow, follow that. Tips, ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only the uh, well-researched uh, <laughs> ones back those. Uh, I would have to say I reckon Djokovic is going to take it. I think he's going to—he's probably going to plough to the final. I reckon he'll maximum drop one set on the way to the final, and he'll probably more than likely meet Nadal in the final. And then I think Djokovic. Yeah, is well, I'm not sure if they can because. If he's number two, yeah. Oh yeah, one yeah, and two. yeah. We're one and two. Yeah, that, it just depends, but I reckon if he doesn't meet Jock, if well, if he doesn't meet Nadal in the final, then who else is going? Because he'll have probably if it's Medvedev, that would be probably for me a better final. What about the likes of City Pass and team? I feel like we can't really overlook them. It's tr- yeah. On their day, they can beat they can beat these guys as well. I know it's easy to overlook them. Even it's, it's, I think it's really, really exciting. I don't know if it's because I'm really invested this year, but I am super excited. I think it's going to be really open. It's going to be a it's top just tournament. Good to see the the levels finally like 
becoming a little bit even between like the, the gap between the top three and the, everybody else is now finally mm. like evening out mm. and I just like well it makes it so much more exciting every match you don't know if Djokovic is actually going to beat someone this time or if like you say, yeah. come up against Medvedev, he might lose. My only massive concern about this whole tournament is the fact that it's going to be so late and I can't watch it. <laughs> so literally, I'm going to be coming into work watching the highlights, or I'm probably going to be an idiot and staying up watching games, but I probably shouldn't be watching. So that I'm literally knackered. We're going to get a lot of good content out there. So yeah, we're trying to get a lot of uh, stuff. Try and review a few of the games or some of the best picks of uh, each of the weeks. But we'll definitely be having uh, the same weekly one. Oh yeah, I didn't give my selection. If it's not Djokovic, let's give an outsider pick for the uh, for the tournament. Is maybe an outsider? No. No, I would say like let's if you had to. Pick He's an somebody, outsider, mate. He's never won. If a you slam. had to pick somebody outside the top ten to make the All fight, right. make that's the a good fight. question. But you've just thrown it on me, so you have to give me a second to think. Yeah, take us. What on. would you go for? Do you know? Say outside the top ten. Is Stan outside the top ten? Mm, he's old, yeah, he's mm, maybe not, I'm not sure. Let me bring up the... Uh, if you get the leaderboard, I'll be able to tell you maybe. I'll bring up now. the rankings for you. Outside the top ten, you've got Goffan, you've got Schwartzman, Shapovalov, Vavrinka, Nishikuri, Karen Kashinov, Alex de Manor, Grigor Dimitrov. I've seen enough already. The Canadian, Shapovalov. Uh, I, he is my outside pick. That's a very, down. very good outside pick. Yeah, his backhand is incredible. I love his style of play. He's been beating some good players recently. Come close against Djokovic, took a set of him in the ATP Cup. If a bit more luck on his side, could have done it. A bit, he was a bit, uh, a bit missing really. He couldn't really compete with Djokovic. I must admit, there was something. Djokovic has that extra level on him. Yeah, a few extra levels, and. But you never know, as an outside pick, if he really gets up for it, as a really top game, plays at his 100% and someone's not quite there, I fancy him wow. to do well. It's nice to see that you're backing a bit of young talent there. Oh, I love Shapovalov. Yeah, well, he's got that good backhand. But it's another player overlooking on home turf. If he can pull out all the stops... Nick Kyrgios oh, wins on. the Australian <laughs> Open. On. He serves no, a record no. number of aces <laughs> in the tournament, Mate, earning a record it, number of amount for charity. Listen, if he does that, we'll come on here both in our underwear. <laughs> <laughs> we'll host it in our underwear with an Australian that's beer. That's one way to lose subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> Better get down the gym, mate. I'll have, a, no, I'll have, a, I'll have an Australian flag wrapped around me. Wow. And you can wear your Australian pants. <laughs> uh, right, it's on. So that just shows how optimistic I am That's about Kyrgios winning. It's not happening. <laughs> I, I might, uh, I'm not so keen for him to win anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd still love him to win because that would just be ridiculous. Imagine like, imagine what the crowd would be like. Imagine what he would be after he's won a slap. Well, yeah, exactly. He would just be like, honestly, that would be incredible. Well, imagine what it just do for Australia. I think he's well, he's my standout player of the ATP Cup for sure because mm. we've just seen another side to Nick Kyrgios. The well, we saw the one side everyone knew already, yeah. just showman, like incredible player, probably the most gifted. I'd say outside the top, yeah, well, definitely outside the top. In 10. natural ability, yeah, hundred percent. Like he's got the height. He's got. The he's probably power, one of the most the, naturally the gifted power. players if, there are. Yeah, if he just applied himself a little bit more you can see is, can just is it not getting boring though this story 
continuously talking about Kyrgios, like applying himself. Like there's only so much you can say that. And then if he's not going to do it, he's not going to do it. And it's, well, uh, it's got to be a point where like, I love him. I think he's amazing. His natural ability is incredible. I would literally love to go for a pint with him. But if <laughs> we're talking about him winning major tournaments, is he ever going to do it? Because he doesn't have that. I think he's got it's one a mentality. in him. mentality. He doesn't think, have that. But I think he's got one in him. Just one. Does he, like, he doesn't even like tennis. He hates tennis. Doesn't matter. I think if it was just to prove someone wrong, he would just try, <laughs> and, try and do it. Well, it maybe Nadal, maybe Djokovic, maybe just a stupid reporter that just yeah. wants to it, like try and prove. Or maybe just some idiot on a podcast tell, telling him he's never going to win. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think he's got the most ability, most power out of all mm. outside the top ten. He he can do it, and you've seen his performances against some top players in the mm. ATP Cup. He can beat. Like great players, yeah, yeah. But and then you saw in his last match though, the smallest little thing can set him off. That's like the, thing, yeah. the let machine that nobody heard. I didn't see that, but you showed me. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> let machine that nobody heard as a let there when he served an ace. Yeah, and then the umpire calls it as a let, and I'm not sure really what do you make of that. Obviously, that put him off. He served again. He lost the. Got broken, then he lost the set. He smashed up his racket, yeah, I think and that's then it's a bit unfortunate. Just done. Like, I think, where he, like you said, he has a lapse in concentration, or he has a something that changes his whole match. And that's what you see. The top players, they they try and they block that out, and that's the difference, really. Yeah, I think that's the problem. It's all in your head, tennis. It's so much. It's so much <laughs> the question mind. is, can he get through a tournament <laughs> without anything? Like pissing him off. Or does he have enough rackets to go for it? <laughs> Will he run out of rackets in the Australian I, I Open? Bet, I bet the guy who makes we'll his, save that for another podcast. The guy who makes his rackets is probably making a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move away from Nick Kyrgios. Let's talk about some women. Yeah, you yeah. can't go any further than Serena Williams. You see what she's done? What did she do? She won. I know she won another ATP. <laughs> I thought you were talking outside the oh, tennis. Oh no, 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 she won again. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. It, it, wow. When will she stop winning? That's the that's the big question. Like, how old is Serena now? Like you're gonna shock me, yeah. Isn't it? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Wow. Wow. Still doing it. Yeah. She, she is the face of the sport. Yeah, She's so important for tennis, you know. She literally keeps people watching. She, like she just has that. She has that wow factor about her game where people will always follow what she does because she is that good and she's been such a great competitor. She's an ambassador for the sport. She's been such a great competitor throughout her life that people are always invested in what she does. And it's, it is incredible. She's created... A testament. And she's, yeah, it's a testament to her character and she's created an amazing legacy for herself in the, in the game of tennis. That's it. And um, it'd be nice to see when one day her little kid becomes another tennis player. I'm not sure what... I'm not, I don't know her name, but... You never know. The Williams name could 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 still run. Maybe um, it wouldn't surprise me if if the, if her kid becomes an, is, becomes a future champ one day as well. Let's have a look, see if our child is actually playing tennis. She's just given birth. <laughs> Born <laughs> with a racket in the hand. She just given. She's she just given birth. What the week before she started no, playing this tournament? But the kid must only be about three years old. <laughs> I doubt was playing tennis, yeah. It might be, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I say. She, <laughs> she gave up and she won an ATP event in the same week. That is Serena. What a decade. What, what a week. <laughs> what a decade. We're not going back on this decade talk again. <laughs> Serena's daughter, 
Olympia's learning to play tennis already. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. She's, one Mate, year, she's probably one got a better old. serve than me already. One <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> she's definitely got the genes, that's for sure. Oh, that wasn't a very good... Uh, looks like she's really picking up the game. <laughs> Just uh, chucks the racket on the floor. She's, oh, she's gone for another one. She's an, a new, another Nick Kyrgios. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's using the wrong end of the racket. Yeah, maybe she's got a little bit of a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but honestly, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Serving pints. <laughs> Welcome to Serving Pints. Would you want to go for a pint with Andrei Rublev? I know it's random, but answer I the best way you can. I can't, I can't see Rublev as much of a drinker. I don't see him going for a pint unless it be a pint of vodka or something. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's because he's Russian. Maybe it... Uh, no, I, no, no, but just don't stare... Don't I'll look get, at the fact... Don't focus too much on the fact that you're going to be drinking alcohol. Say if it was a pint of... like okay. You're going to... You're socialising with this I person. Get, I get the more of the impression that he'd be the type of guy that would stare into his drink and uh, he wouldn't be much chat. I feel like he'd be very deep in thought it, as it'd well. Be, it'd be a very dry conversation I think he would be very focused he'd be literally like you say very much thinking about things you wouldn't really get much out of him he'd literally be like you'd have to like keep digging him with a stick to try and get him to talk yeah, and then like when him. he does talk I don't feel like it'd be the most jolly of conversation <laughs> you're gonna be giving him ten tennis tips <laughs> no 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 I feel like he'd kill me <laughs> after seeing his latest uh, warm up regime of hitting Gosh, his forehand yeah it's about 10 forehands in about three seconds. <laughs> like, all pinpoint accurate. Gosh. Yeah, he seems like a very serious character. Oh, yeah, for sure. But um, look, where he's, look where he's got from doing that. So, can't all really right. knock it. But uh, what type of place do you reckon that you'd, you'd be drinking with uh, someone like Rublev? Where would Rublev take me? I feel like you wouldn't be able to get him out the, out, out the club. He'd probably be in the clubhouse. He'd be like <laughs> a little corner of the clubhouse. In a clubhouse. I think he'd in an actual club. A clubhouse. No, no, no. In the tennis clubhouse. You wouldn't be able to get him off because he'd be going training afterwards. He'd have like a pint of water on the side. We'd have the Sensible. pint. He'd be so focused. He'd be thinking about what's happening next in his training regime. We'd have like very little conversation. The conversation would be quite dry. Would, his co would he have a translator there or would there be a... No, he can speak English. Can he speak? Okay. Yeah, he can speak English. Would, would he have uh, his, his coach there or his like, nutritionist? Mate, watching, it might be better. I might have more conversation with him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as you can see, I'm not really very fond of the idea of going for a pint with Rublev. So for me, if I had to be honest, I'd probably give it... Maybe, I don't know, three just, out of ten. I'd give it three purely because of the fact that he's a really top top player and I would like to talk about his game a bit what do you reckon would be his uh, in terms of like banter I feel like it would be very minimal if you had in fact to, none if you had to give him a drink of choice what would you give uh, um, would I'd give him a sparkling water because I feel like he would literally <laughs> drink <laughs> it not even any <laughs> so sparkling water doesn't have that like nice taste <laughs> like even, the, the, the aftertaste isn't nice I feel like he would just like drink it and would love the aftertaste uh, for me I think he, he would just have like a straight vodka bang just done <laughs> That's it, and then just stare into space. And then walk off and make you pay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd feel intimidated if, if I was having, went for a pint with Rublev. Yeah, he might know Putin. Yeah, as we've just seen, we've just seen a, a tournament which is based on nations, and Great Britain didn't do... It wasn't, it wasn't the worst effort in the world. I feel like we've done worse in, in recent years. Yeah, for sure. So it's not the, it's not the worst. No Murray either. No Murray as well, and... No, Carl Edman. He's another one who was upset about the whole ATP Cup missing out because he's the third seed as well. Who, was, who replaced him? 
Norrie and um, Glasspool. <laughs> <laughs> no, Glasspool's not quite there yet. <laughs> I think it's Norrie and um, Evans, right? Was it uh, what's his face? James Ward, wasn't it? No, <laughs> <laughs> he used to get back. At, he used to get in the team when Murray was in it. Really? Yeah, he used to be Murray and Ward. It used to be a formidable doubles pairing. No wonder we never won. <laughs> <laughs> but now the future of English tennis, I think it's quite exciting. I think so as and well. For me, the one player we're not mentioning who could have a big future in tennis, Draper. Yeah, that's one name that hasn't come up yet. Yeah, Jack Draper. Jack Draper. He had a really Promising. good bane of form last year. Ended it a bit weak, to be honest, but he had some really top results. He He's played playing to- tomorrow. He's going to win. Oh, Istamin. Yeah, against Dennis Istamin. Wow. I think I, I, I fancy him beating his team. Just well. beat uh, a guy 320 in the world, Chung, uh, to to love. Yeah. Took, uh, El- Elias Weimar to three sets. Yeah. Which, that's really good. Really impressive. And obviously, I think there you can see end of the year not not the best. A few that's, a few losses in there. But if you scroll down, you can see the amount of wins he actually had last year well, in in succession. Jack, it was very impressive. Sock, which was well. Incredible. Yeah, look at these. Look at that. Look, so much green. So I think it maybe ITF, talking about no, no, we're talking about British hopefuls. I think he's one to watch, and it'd be really interesting to see how he progresses this year. This year yep. is for him at the moment. He's what? Where is he in the ranking at the moment? He, at the moment, three hundred thirty-four. Oh, now. better than that's what. That's impressive. Yeah, I guess all them wins in, in a row. Yep. Eighteen years old, three hundred thirty-four in the world. Yeah. I can see him being maybe challenging for the top. He should be within the win the top 200 by the end of the year if you can really progress do like that and then from there you can kick on and maybe you might even get a chance one he's, day to represent Great I Britain. think he's got the height hasn't he he's got that uh, he's, he's got, got the, the game good, good frame he's definitely got the game to do it it just, it just depends like you say how he's going to progress he's about, mentally is he going to be was there was he 6'7 six, six, is he or 6'5 oh I didn't know he was that tall yeah he's a very very tall guy so his serve obviously very good and but he has the game to back it up like he has actually like got very good like ground yeah. shots so. oh yeah one to watch for sure and in the women's game one I like to keep my eye on is Samantha Murray so Samantha Murray how old is she? Uh, she's 30 though <laughs> <laughs> she's new in, she's new in the ranks is she 30 no, years old I don't know too much about her I just she know that she had quite a good year last year and we've obviously got Joanna Conta Joanna Joanna. Why are you calling her Joanna? You've been watching. T- that's, that's Moana. That's I've a Disney film. I've been watching too much. Uh, <laughs> too <laughs> much kids TV. UFC. Oh, who's the oh, uh, fighter? Joanna Janjacek, oh. who is a yeah Polish UFC fighter. Heather Watson, Sorry. we have. No chance. Done and dusted. <laughs> no time for her on the podcast. So. Let's see the British out for us. God, they're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> So, Where's their ranking? Maybe one to watch. Maya Lumsden, Katie Swan. But we are missing that. But there's a definitely a void in the fact that we're not. There's not really many British hopefuls coming through for the women's side. You've got Katie Swan. She's not bad. She's a good player. I've seen her play against some good players, and she's held her own sometimes. But I don't think she's got that. She's not quite there. It'd be interesting to see how she progresses. But aside from that, it's very difficult. Yeah, there's not many, is there? There's not many really breaking through. So we've really got all of our hope in uh, Joanna Conta, I guess. Yeah, Heather Watson, not quite. She's had the chances before in her career. She had but that she one never match really, against Serena. Yeah, she's never really, she never really lived up to it. She's always had good spells, but she never really manages to cross the line in any, any big things, which is a bit sad. But we'll see how it goes. 
we've got Jack Jack Draper anyway in the men, so yeah. And obviously we've got all the Cameron. We've got Norrie. Yeah. Um, Evans. Evans. Edmund. Edmund. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few little. There's a few hopefuls. Yeah, not bad. It's better. British Murray's tennis. coming back. <coughs> Is he though? <laughs> Murray to win a slam in 2020. Yeah, we're still on that. <laughs> probably a thousand to one. Yeah. No, nah, it won't be that. It'll probably be less than that. It'll probably be about. Had somebody say to me. It'll the be other, about 200 to one or something. Somebody said to me the other day. Uh, <laughs> put a dead cert bet on if Murray not to win a slam. In oh, yeah, 2020. Yeah. He said it's better interest than a savings account because yeah. you can put, what, 10 grand on it? Put 10 grand on and you can get back, what, about 1,500 quid? Yeah. Not never, bad. Never, Good savings. He won an ATP event last year. Yeah, it would literally be the time I put more, all my life savings on this on this, on this this guy. He's going to end up winning and just shocking me and then I lose everything. Never rule out. Never Gosh. rule out Murray. Anyway. Thank you for listening. Yeah, don't forget to uh, like the video. And subscribe. Leave us some comments if you want to uh, ask us any questions that you want us to discuss. Tell me what you uh, think of this uh, little combo here. Yeah. We're very keen to know. Or this haircut. (laughs) And uh, yeah, just make sure you subscribe. Peace. Podcast Network.